Next on BYU Sports Nation, the day after retirement. What are the emotions like today for now former BYU head coach Dave Rose? Dave Rose joins us in studio. Was the decision difficult to make? And who's next? All of the guys that could become the next head coach for BYU basketball. Let's go. Thank you, Dave. You've given your all to BYU basketball. Your all. On and off the court. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B... Here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Wednesday, March 27th, wherever, however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Bill Walsh College Football 95 champion, Jerem Jordan. I never played that. We have it on the emulator oh, nice. upstairs, nice. so we should play that. Now, the funny thing is the NCAA didn't give all access to Bill Walsh when they made that game, so instead of calling the schools by their actual names, they had to go by city names. So BYU is Provo. The Salt Lake Stallions? What? Penn State is State College and so on and so forth. Because State College is a very original name. <laughs> we shall be called... The most generic name of all time, State College. This is when they introduced like the all-time teams, and so Provo '84 is on that game. Nice. And uh, yeah, we need to do this. Okay. Now, I, I don't know if I will, but come on, yeah. we found our next game. We need to win the national championship with Provo. I'm not quite bored yet. <laughs> too much going on still. That's a fair point. Huge day yesterday, and we have a huge show lineup. The head coach, Dave Rose, joins us in 15 minutes. What did he feel like when he woke up this morning? Because he alluded to what Burdened he because he's coming in here. feel like when he woke up. <laughs> he also said he was the happiest guy in the room during his retirement. We'll dive into all of the emotions behind that. The Elite Eight of the BYU Tournament of Things starts in 30 minutes. Got some epic matchups. No major upsets in the first round, but now it gets difficult. And the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference Coach of the Year, Guard Young, joins us in 40 minutes. What's the most exciting part to him about competing in the Baton Rouge Regional? Is it the fact that they're there with the Utes? The rivalry will continue in the regional. Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. As mentioned, Dave Rose officially out after his retirement as head coach of the BYU basketball team. How did he know it was time? Listen to this. But it's my, it's my coaching soul that has put me here today. Because I, I always tell everybody, you can't trick how you feel. You, you, you can pretend or you can ignore it, but you know inside how you feel. And my coaching soul said it was time. Time to be done. I thought Dave Rose was fabulous yesterday in a hard, emotional news conference. In 14 years as the head coach, Rose led the Cougars to 348 career wins, eight NCAA tournament appearances, all as an at-large, four regular season conference titles, BYU, in the meantime, has named assistant coach Quincy Lewis as the interim head coach during this transitionary period. 
Coach Rose will join us in 15 minutes. BYU football announces the addition of grad transfer running back Emmanuel Isakpa from Rice. The 5'11", 232-pound back will have one year to play as a redshirt transfer. He was coached by A.J. Stewart at Rice. Ooh. Isakpa played in 29 games, rushed for 778 yards and six touchdowns, including a game last year where he went for 168. There you go. Coming down that grad transfer portal, needed depth at the running back position. BYU baseball does it again. Trailing late, 3-2 to two in the eighth inning. The Cougars scored five runs, all with two outs, to beat the Oregon Ducks 7-3 to three for the first win against Oregon since 1979. Brock Hale started the rally with a crushing home run to center field. He went 2-4. for four. The Cougars now 18-5 overall. They've won five straight. They host St. Mary's this weekend back in WCC play. Starting Thursday at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain, on the BYU TV digital and BYU radio platforms. Number 17, gymnastics earned a bid to the Baton Rouge Regional Tournament on April 5th. This marks the 10th straight regional appearance for Brigham Young. Uh, BYU in competition, as you mentioned, with number 5 Utah, number 3 LSU, and two other teams ranked above them. So it will be difficult to get through, uh, but we'll talk to Guard Young about that coming up. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. The final rose. All the feels yesterday. An emotional, tough, in some ways celebratory and cathartic retirement announcement for Dave Rose. Jerem, having heard the news conference and had time to let it settle in, what's your reaction to all of yesterday's events? Oh, the same I felt yesterday. End of an era. Uh, 14 amazing years, right? The last few years uh, weren't kind of what we all wanted, but I remember the 14 as a whole uh, and the eight before that. 22 years of Dave Rose as an assistant, as a head coach. Incredible run. I'm thinking about some of my favorite memories, you know, yesterday and and the last couple days. Um, Amazing memories. We've had fun with this. And that was something that Dave said yesterday was, I hope that people had fun watching our team. And you think about just the home games, okay? 200 wins on the dot, by the way, which Incredible. is amazing that he finishes with that number, right? Won, uh, won an amazing amount of home games. And San Diego State at home and you know Gonzaga battles and winning in Spokane and the Sweet 16 year and the Mountain West Conference Championships and those fun teams. There have been some fun, crazy, awesome nights in the Marriott Center. And specifically, BYU was really good at home, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Dave Rose won 88% of his games in the Marriott Center. That's insane. 227. <laughs> Essentially like, that 9 is out of 10. unbelievable. Essentially 9 out of every 10 games. Awesome. I'm happy for Dave. I really am. I think that uh, he can breathe this morning. Um, the pressure of the job is very real. He took the program to new heights and... Uh, Again, a national player of the year, a sweet 16. He got BYU their first NCAA tournament win in 17 years. They had a drought from 1993 until 2010. He did it in year number two. He got them back to the big dance. That is insane. He took over a program that won nine games. The next year, he goes plus 11 to get to 20 wins. And the year after that, he gets to the NCAA tournament. And then it becomes the norm. Yeah, and I think that, you could say every year BYU had a good team. What was this last year? You know, this last year wasn't like what we wanted again. But I don't think he had a single bad team. 
19 and 13 isn't a bad team. How spoiled are BYU right? fans if that's the worst right. in 14 years yes. of head coach Dave Rose? Yes, and what a week it's been for Dave. He, he was able to see Jimmer play Monday night and then Tuesday night at the press conference, and now Wednesday he gets to be on our show. So what a week for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I was sad. It was emotional. I, uh, it, it, was, it was tough to watch, but because you just – you felt the love that he had for the program and for the school and everything that he has done for BYU basketball and the community around it. Just, yeah, all the feels yesterday, and it hasn't gone away. And I'm excited that we get to talk to him uh, in about 10 minutes. He, he had this to say uh, during the press conference as well that we want you to hear. I, I won't leave here with any regrets at all uh, as, as far as how hard we worked, how hard we tried how we tried to do it the right way with the right people. Um, but I, I will leave here wishing we had done a little bit more. And I, I, I played in the Final Four, and I wanted to come here and get our team to the Final Four, and we came close one year. But uh, it, it, it didn't happen for us. And, and that, that's, that'll be something that I maybe hopefully, you know, can see another guy come in here and get it done because uh, – uh, these kids work hard, and these fans cheer hard, and these boosters, you know, they 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 support hard, and uh, hopefully someday we can we can find the group that can actually push through and actually get that done for us. The ultra competitor in Dave Rose hasn't gone away, and I loved how forthright he was there. Look, I I played there, I was in the Final Four, I wanted to get back there, we didn't, but he sends his best to the next guy to try and take BYU to that next level. Can the next guy do it? Like, can that next guy produce Sweet 16 or a National Player of the Year? Can the next guy win yeah, 72% of his games? I, I, would, I would submit probably not. But what, what the next goal is, I think, is winning a league championship against Gonzaga. It's really hard. But, that or a conference tournament championship. But yeah, in either one. I don't care. Um, do what St. Mary's did, right? Go back, win in the, get to the NCAA tournament, win in the NCAA tournament. It can be done here. We've seen it. We've seen it. Um, it can be done. There's some unique, uh, you know, self-imposed restrictions at this place. Yet those can be strengths to a certain audience, right? So I, I'm excited to see kind of the next chapter here. But just we did it with Bronco Mendenhall. He left when we thought, oh, wow, it was better than we thought. Realize this now. It was pretty stinking good with Dave Rose here. Okay? We're all spoiled. And, and, and tell me this. Did you expect Dave to retire? No. I did not either. So this is, I'm still a little surprised by this whole thing. This was accelerated. It just felt I think too soon. One year. Yeah. I, I thought we'd get one more year. And even then, I didn't think he'd maybe retire. I thought he may jump to another opportunity. But uh, oh, uh, there, the, I guarantee you there are multiple schools out there thinking uh, the seventh most winning coach active And they right still now. can contact him. Um, yeah, we, we want a character guy to come and lead our program. Are there enough college basketball teams around the country that are uh, in dire straits and have shaky pass? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Dave Rose is a hot commodity for sure. Okay, now we push it forward. Let's discuss who's on the list for the new potential head coach. Let's begin with a former BYU basketball assistant coach and a man who has NBA pedigree and is a Rick Patino guy. His name is Mark Pope. He's all of like seven minutes away if you drive on University Parkway down to Utah Valley University. He seems like an obvious choice because of what he's done with UVU. He's winning 20 games a year. Does he want it? But does he want the job at BYU? He's, or He's in the mix at UNLV. 
is he going to take the sparkling recommendation yeah. from Rick Patino put out on yeah. Twitter a few days ago and pursue other things? Yeah, let's hit this list and then discuss the most likely. Okay, Mark Matson, LA Lakers uh, assistant coach. And a reminder, you have to be an active Temple Recommend holding member, card-carrying member of the Church of Jesus Christ. Of That's kind Saints. of an unspoken so that, rule. It's been spoken, too. Okay. It's been spoken okay. by Tom Homo. Yeah. Alex Jensen, assistant coach for Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz. Barrett Puri, local guy that said coach of Portland State, actually was in the Merritt Center against BYU this year. Kevin Young, 76ers assistant coach. Uh, Stan Johnson and Marquette. Dave Evans, Wasatch Academy. Quincy Lewis, BYU, the interim head coach right now. John Judkins of Dixie, Jeff Judkins, BYU women. So these are the names that are out there. Some are highly unlikely. Some are very likely. Who's the most likely to you that's actually in the mix? Well, I gave you Mark Pope. I think he is the most likely. But if it's not him... Man, then probably a guy like Barrett Peary at I think Barrett Portland in State. Yeah. I he think coached Kevin... at Payson High School, which is nearby. He has a lot of friends and in, in the he's Utah Valley coach coaching already. community. He, he is a head coach. He's done it. He did good things with Portland State two years ago uh, when they competed well at that epic Nike Invitational that Phil Knight hosted and won 20-plus games. So Barrett Peary has had a good run. I, I think that Pope and Peary – would probably be the most likely leaders in the clubhouse. After that, I have no idea because you've got a pedigree of, yeah, they're all LDS, but how much interest do they actually have in BYU? Do they have any immediate ties to BYU and the administration here? Or do they want to stay in the NBA with guys like Mark Madsen? Alex Jensen's got an amazing set yeah, of the Jazz. I think Alex Jensen is too high up in the potential NBA head coach ranks. Kevin Young is an interesting one. That that name is getting tossed out by by different people like Jeff Goodman and others as potentially being in the mix. Um, but I'm with you. I think it's, it goes Pope, uh, Peary, and then perhaps a guy like Kevin Young. I think Dave Evans is a little young um, at some point. I think Jeff Judkins got a good thing at BYU. I don't know that John, John Judkins is totally in the mix. I think Quincy Lewis is a dark horse in this whole conversation. Great success at Lone Peak. Been at BYU for three years. Dave Rose had been at BYU for eight years. Now, if Quincy had been here for eight years and BYU had gone to a couple tourneys, I would say he'd be the main candidate. But since it's been three seasons and BYU has not gone to an NCAA tournament, I would probably put Pope and Peary and perhaps even Young ahead of Quincy. But I think Quincy may come in fourth right now on my my most likely list. So the thing with Quincy is, one, he's all in. He is totally invested into this BYU basketball program. And how I'm reading his title as the interim head coach is almost like a nod from BYU He's saying, got a shot. hey, you should consider him as the replacement. And even if a new guy comes in, maybe you should consider retaining him on your staff because he could be a natural tie-over and give you some insight and a look into the personnel that BYU has right now. Right, and up to the next head coach, right, Correct. if they want to keep that assistant. Yes. I want to ask Dave, because he retired – there's this interim situation with Quincy. That's not typical. It's different if a guy is let go, then that staff is let go as well. So, and today, today is like a nervous, anxious day instead of days and perhaps weeks for the assistants. Best of luck to those guys with whatever happens, right? Um, but yeah, there's, there's kind of the top three or four in the mix. We'll see if it's... I, I believe that one of those guys will be the next head coach at BYU. Is there an off-the-radar guy that nobody's talking about? Maybe a former player if BYU wanted to go that direction. I, like, like, would a Michael Smith mm. be in the mix? Would other guys like that? I, I know yeah, that Michael an... and Brian Taylor back in the day, they want, post-Roger Reed, they wanted to do this co-head coach thing. 
Okay. So Michael Smith has wanted to be in the mix for a while oh. here. Now, that's interesting because he's an NBA analyst, did it for years with the L.A. Clippers, was a first-round draft pick by the Boston Celtics, one of the all-timers at BYU. We think an all-time top-five player here. Doesn't but, have a coaching resume yeah, that's per se, thing. but has been around the game forever. Would fans, would they accept that? Would they take that and say, okay, we're going to take a chance on this guy because he has been around the NBA? Or do yeah. you go with somebody that has been coaching for a long time. Likeable figure, no doubt. But the coaching resume, right? And, and as Dave Rose said, uh, like for the last five, had not been a D1 head coach yet. All the speculation is... So, so if that's the case, you look at Quincy and Kevin Young and I'm Michael looking, Smith. I'm like, looking I, forward to the next few I, weeks. I think, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, and, and, and who knows? It could be days. It could be days. It might not How be How fast as will long. BYU move? Have they even made an offer? Have they already offered somebody? We don't know. We well, don't know. we'll talk to Dave coming up. Like, when did he make that decision? Because once that was made, BYU could have started that Then process. the search can begin. Yeah. Our question of the day, all about the Dave Rose era. What is your favorite memory of Dave Rose at BYU? Time to hear from you. This is Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. You knew this one was coming at Price Tyson 97530 in on Twitter. When he got very upset in the game and took his suit jacket off and threw it and got a technical foul. <laughs> Hashtag BYUSA. It was against Gonzaga and it was in uh, a West Coast Conference championship game. What, three or four years ago, right? <laughs> that was funny. It may have five, maybe? Well, just remember. how fast he did it. It was like so oh. fluid. Oh, the speed. We hadn't seen that speed since the 80s <laughs> from Dave. That was great. Coming up, Dave Rose will join us in studio next. When did he decide it was time to retire? And what is it like waking up the day after? He gives us his thoughts next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. After a big comeback win against Oregon, BYU baseball host St. Mary's starting Thursday in a crucial West Coast Conference series. Watch the Gales and Cougars Thursday at 8 Eastern on BYU TV Digital, meaning the app or BYUtv.org, and listen on BYU Radio. We had a gem of a game on the digital platforms last night, BYU beating Oregon in dramatic fashion. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan here. Listen to BYUSN On Demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast. You can always watch it at BYUSN.com. Now, before we bring in our first guest, I want to go to yesterday's press conference from head coach Dave Rose when he said, the following. I don't really know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but I'll promise you it's better than what I'm doing today. <laughs> Coach, does that mean that an interview on BYU Sports Nation is better than what you were doing yesterday? At, at the time, I didn't really know that I'd be doing this. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so what I'm going to say now is uh, as soon as we're done with this, then it'll be Better than what I was doing yesterday. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> now you guys are great, and this is uh, it, it's amazing to me. I've told you this uh, uh, many times, but you, you you do this every day, and uh, I'm I'm just I'm really uh, amazed and impressed of what you come up with. And and I was going to come up with a a real question today, you know, mm-hmm. to for all the fans, you know, was the the BYU baseball comeback, you know, better than. You know the girls' first round victory in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> we'll debate, yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. but I'll, I'll leave that up to you guys. Hey, you can debate with us anytime. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, just start with how did you feel when you woke up this morning? 
I feel great. Yeah, I, I had to get up a little early. My, my, my daughter, Taylor, who flew in for the press conference, uh, lives in Portland. She had an early morning flight, uh, so I took her to the airport. But um, it, it was it was a great day yesterday. It was hard and it was long, and meeting with the team was uh, it was pretty tough. The press conference, I, you know, I it, it's funny because I I told the people in the press conference that you'll find the ugliest looking face of me, you know, going through this emotional time and put it on the paper. And the Deseret News did. It was, <laughs> it was there. You know, I, I I tried to challenge them not to do that, but they still went ahead and yeah. some editor back in the back just looking at pictures. Go, this is the one we want. Yeah, yeah let's get hey. let's get them looking all messed up. You know, your photo took some good ones. Yeah, there was there was some yeah. good. BYU was really good. Yeah, yeah they were. Jaron does a great job. Um, Describe to us uh, after the West Coast Conference tournament, kind of the process of coming to this decision. Well, you know, there was an interesting week after the tournament. We. Uh, uh, we we kept practicing because we didn't know you know what was going to happen as far as um, you know the postseason was concerned and those practices were pretty light um, the first couple and then we got into where the guys one day really got after each other and it got really you know competitive and uh, then we kind of broke it down um, with some individual skill work to finish it off but but that Saturday when we let them go you know just told them that. Uh, you know, hopefully that things will break right and, you know, we'll get a chance because we were right around that uh, that number to maybe be the last one or two teams in. And and then a few of the number one seeds uh, lost in their their league and that took some spots for us. And, and then when it broke, you know, with San Diego, I think that was kind of controversial. You know, Kyle Smith called me on the phone that, that night and was going off on everything and wanted to know what I knew and uh, you know, but Kyle got beat by San Diego twice. Uh, Kyle had beat us twice. Um, we beat San Diego twice, and then they beat us good in the tournament. And I think what it really came down to was the, 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 the you know, the committee decided to go with the team that was playing the best at that time. And San Francisco had lost four in a row. We'd lost three out of four. San Diego had won four out of five or some crazy number. So, um, and they took off to Memphis and Played a really good Memphis team and got beat, but when when all that when, when all that happened and came down, what what really you, your focus becomes the next team, okay? Your next season. It was interesting how uh, last night at our banquet, uh, President Worthen was talking. He said, "Okay, the next season starts now." You know, as everybody walks out of the room, and you know, for us, that's where we were right when we didn't get selected to the NIT, and then we knew that. Uh, we weren't going to participate in the other two tournaments that, okay, this is the next season. Let's go. And everything that came through, uh, through my emails, through texts, through phone calls, through conversation, I just really felt disinterested. And then you got to really say, well, what, what am I feeling? Am I tired or am, you know, uh, am I frustrated with, you know, in my mind, my body tired, and then you really search into what makes this thing tick. And that's what I consider to be my coaching soul. And I just had to be honest with myself that, hey, it's it's time. So Cheryl and I had a real serious talk on on Tuesday of that week that uh, this is what I wanted to do and this is what we needed to do. And uh, went in and talked with the administration and they were on board. And it uh, here we are. So... Did you resist that at first? Because you've been doing this forever, and suddenly you're feeling this. I didn't. I didn't feel to resist at all. Mm. I felt like um, 
there's so many player personnel issues that you deal with right at that time that I was I, I just was kind of numb to that instead of having a real um, opinion of what I felt like the guys should do or what we should do. Um, you know, I had uh, conversations about guys who were thinking about transferring or not transferring, and I was I just felt kind of aloof to that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I knew. Like I said yesterday in the press conference, I mean, you can trick yourself if you want, but you really, when when it's just you, you know how you feel. And you can't trick that feeling. That feeling's there. And, uh, you know, it was time. And, and I, you know, I, I've, I've had 10 really good years since I was diagnosed with cancer. And, and I think that uh, I, I never want to play that card in this conversation. But uh, there were, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to coach and battle this than I really maybe gave it credit to, especially as we get to this stage, as you get a little bit older. Dave Rose with us on BYU Sports Nation. You brought up that you had that conversation on the Tuesday of that week with your wife, Cheryl. How did she initially respond to that? She's so excited. I mean, I think she's been trying to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, you better not be joking. <laughs> you know, obviously, there's, there's the elephant in the room is, okay, if this is what we do, then how are we going to live? You know, and I think every person who goes through those retirement uh, discussions has got to kind of figure out, are we ready? Yes. Can we actually do it? Probably not. And for us, that, that, that was where the conversation went. Do you wish you'd thrown your jacket more, though? <laughs> I actually, my kids last night were telling me that, uh, you know, that, that when, when people ask me what the legacy of my time here, I should just send them to the, is it the GIF? The, the GIF. GIF. The GIF, yep. yeah. yeah. I mean, taking the jacket off. <laughs> Great. That would be my legacy. Because so I, I got that thing off really quick. So fast. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the seed. So fluid. Yeah. We hadn't seen you uh, that fast in fact, we got, you know, you might want to have some type of uh, student competition, you know, in the years future, maybe at halftime. <laughs> yeah. You know, see if how the guys jacket toss. Yeah. yeah. Just get it all. <laughs> Calling David Almondova right now with BYU Athletic Marketing. Make it happen. Dave Rose with us on BYU Sports Nation. I think everybody wants to know now what's next for you uh, besides some vacation and some time off. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll take some time off. I, I, um, I, I don't really know the area that we want to go in. You know, Cheryl and I have talked a lot about continue to, to do the work, you know, for um, the Simmons Center here on campus. They, they've been terrific for us, and I, I love – the whole concept of raising money to help students financially to uh, find a cure for cancer. And so I, I think we'll, we'll be involved with a lot of community service things. Um, I, I think that I'm really just going to try to see what comes up, you know, and then maybe if we've got a few options, we'll kind of uh, go with it. But uh, right now I'm thinking a lot more about uh, just finding, you know, ways to – relax, enjoy my grandkids. You know, it's funny. I think that I said this at the banquet yesterday that the line of the day was someone came up to my, one of my grandchildren said, Tessa. And, uh, they said, Tessa, are you sad your grandpa's, uh, retiring? And she said, Oh no, I get, to, he gets to come to my swim meets now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of swim meets. <laughs> so right? maybe I'll be going to swim meets. You yeah. Know? We'll see. I'll, hopefully they're outdoor. I don't like the indoor swim meets. The outdoor <laughs> swim meets are all right. It's certainly someone else's decision to make, but there's a, a good candidate of guys that could be your replacement. I guess, what do you think of this group? And I guess, how do you feel about that? Because it's not your 
thing now, but certainly they'll take your spot. Well, you know, this is uh, in some ways um, it, it, it feels, I mean, after 14 years and then 22 years and developing and putting this thing together and kind of managing it, that, uh, I mean, and then, and then these players, I really I really want the very best for this group of guys that, uh, you know, is returning. And so, uh, you know, who, who, they, who they choose is, you know, obviously a really big, a big decision. And, and I, I hope they, they get the, the best guy, the right guy. I, you know, for me, um, you know, Quincy has been right at my side, you know, for the last four years. And he's a guy that, uh, you know, is the interim coach right now, has a real relationship with the players. I know for a fact that he would do a tremendous job. Um, you know, ADs, are they have a lot of pressure on them when they're going to hire a coach because um, there's two things that are really important. One is to excite the fan base and then get a guy that in in February has got a really good team. And to, to find that guy, you know, there's a lot of uh, – it's like, it's like recruiting. You know, you think you got your guy and you think he's the one that's going to come in and be the guy and then – you know, in the middle of the season, you know, he can't make a basket or you can't, you know, make a pass without turning it over. And, and you realize that this we need more time. And sometimes with coaching, you know, decisions, you don't have more time. You need a guy right now. And and that's how I feel about it right now. I, I hope we can get a guy that right now can come in, relate with these guys, and then, you know, move the needle forward. You know you're always welcome to be an analyst with this on BYU TV, right? When you start to get that itch, Clean yeah. needs some help. He yeah. needs another guy in here to analyze things. No, I, 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 you know, I can't say never, but uh, right now I have no interest at all <laughs> in analyzing what someone else is trying to do because I realize I, I understand how, um, uh, you know, how personal that can get at times, you know. I, I did a lot of work for CBS Sports and with the uh, NCAA tournament a few years ago, and I just never felt comfortable. Maybe I'll feel a little bit more comfortable when I'm out of this for a year or two, and then I actually believe I have the answers. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I believe I have the answers, I'll come on and I'll give them all to okay, you. Yeah. You know. Okay. But one thing I won't be doing, and that's. Refereeing. Dave Rose, the West Coast Conference official. Leave that to Mike Littlewood in the past. Again, you don't have to do any more of those annoying in-game interviews with me either. I'll miss those. I'll miss those. I'll miss those because we're usually ahead when I'm interviewing with you at home. That's true. So I actually feel good about that. And Tuesday nights for the Rose Show, we won't uh, hang out either. Yeah, that'll be sad because we really got a kind of a rhythm going with us. We had – we had all those uh, young men's, young women's groups that were coming in and supporting us, and it was a kind of a wild uh, environment. But hey, the new guy will have just as much fun with it, I'm sure. You guys did a great job of producing that, and thank you. Greg was tremendous host, oh, and he is as good as it could be. So I wish you guys all the best. And if you, you know, if you need someone to analyze things or just talk sports, call Cleve. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> He's on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball analyst. How yeah, about that? now that would be fun. Okay, okay. Now we're talking. I, and I could do a little football too. Okay. And if 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 Kalani wanted me to help with some plays, I, I've got some special, <laughs> especially goal line score plays. They work all the time. <laughs> that was from high school. Yes. Oh, I love place. it so much, Dave. Uh, I just want to give you a collective thank you from BYU Sports Nation. You've been great to us. Um, it, it's probably understated. 
what you mean to us and and how you've treated us. So thanks for everything. Well, you know, I, I joke I joke a lot about a lot of things, but this impresses me to no end that what you guys do, how you do it, the reach that you have, and uh, and I love Cougar Nation. You know, I've I've, I've said this so many times. I, I, I'm impressed daily by the reach of people who care about this school. When we won the Infinity Coaches Charity Challenge last year and won $100,000 because of people voting for their coach, um, you really realize the stretch of, of what you do and how you guys do it, and, and you were a big part of helping us get that done. And so I wish you the very, very best. And, again, if I can, if I can help you in any way, Give me about two or three months' notice, and we'll get going. (laughs) And we'll see you at the Rex Lee run, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to be there. We'll be there. That'll be April 13th. It'll be a fun time. Have our players there, and look forward to a a fun day of raising money for the Simmons Center. Okay. Well, awesome. You've given us some great memories, Dave. Thanks, guys. really appreciate it. And you got Jerem's head shaved three years. Oh, that was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, with some bad shave. I mean, whoever brought the the shears in? Literally sheep shears, by the way. Those weren't that good. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, you played well. Yeah. Okay, coming up, Guard Young has the Cougars in the NCAA Regionals in gymnastics. How do they advance this season? And of all the elite things, Jerem, these are the eight most elite things in the tournament of BYU things. We discuss next. This is BYU Sports Nation. On the latest BYU Sports Nation right now, if you haven't decided what should win in the tournament of BYU things, I think that Kiki... Solano uh, feels like she can help you make up your mind. Check it out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and IGTV. Right now, let's keep it rolling. BYU Sports Nation with another look at today's headlines. We just spoke with BYU basketball, now former head coach Dave Rose, who officially announced his retirement yesterday. BYU has named assistant coach Quincy Lewis as the interim. You can hear that whole interview when you download the podcast, iTunes, tune in. Watch it on BYUSN.com. Yeah, we'll put it out on YouTube here uh, as soon as we can as well. Fantastic. Uh, so good. Said he was just kind of disinterested, and he knew it was time. Yeah. So there you go. BYU football announces the addition of grad transfer running back Emmanuel Isakpa from Rice. The 5'11", 232-pound back will have one year to play as a redshirt transfer. He was coached by A.J. Stewart at Rice. Isakpa played in 29 games, rushing for 778 yards and six de- touchdowns. His first game will be against Utah. Hmm. Countdown to the youths. 155. Five days away from 150. Not bad. In case you were wondering. The Batcats do it again. BYU baseball. Come up big in the clutch. Down 3-2 to two in the eighth. They score five runs, all with two Woo! outs on the board. They beat Oregon 7-3. to three. They've won five in a row. First win over the Ducks since 1979. Brock Hale went two for four with a home run. Number 17 gymnastics earned a bid to the Baton Rouge Regional on April 5th. This marks the 10th straight regional for BYU. Cougars will compete against the likes of number 3 LSU and number 5 Utah. Every time I read Baton Rouge, for some reason, I've been thinking Moulin Rouge right now, and I just yeah. hear Nicole Kidman singing and... Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. And, and the moon. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. It's so weird. Great soundtrack. It's really it good. super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also weird... But in a fabulous way, the Tournament of BYU Things. The Tournament of BYU Things. We've got more matchups for you. Results after the first round. Caffeinated Soda taking on the RB Stairs, Jerem. This was actually closer than I thought it would be. 63% of the vote goes to Caffeinated Soda. 
37% of you voted for the RB Stairs? It was still a blowout, but yeah. Cougar Tails won 83% to 17% for moral victory. So moral victories, yes, got a moral victory by putting up 17%. Well played. Now we're into the Elite Eight. Taking a look at the advanced bracket. Our first two matchups in the Elite Eight feature Cosmo. Everyone's favorite mascot, dare I say, America's mascot, taking on mission trips. Mm. Who you got moving on mm. to the final four? Wow. Uh, I'd go Cosmo there. And then uh, Beard Card versus the Stretch Wide. That is a that is a 4-5 matchup. This is a doozy. Yeah. Watch out for your first step. Because both of those are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So vote on Twitter. Uh, we'll announce the winner tomorrow as we continue the quarterfinal. <laughs> What's going to be the winner? Most people think it's either Cosmo or Royal Blue. Maybe Caffeinated Soda sneaks in there. What's going to be the all-time BYU thing in the tournament of BYU things? We shall see. Uh, <laughs> Socks with sandals is the all-time BYU thing, in my opinion. <laughs> no, no, they were they were left out. They lost in the first round of their conference tournament. Uh, it wasn't my choice. Coming up, Andy <laughs> Reid keeps his streak alive. <laughs> oh, are socks with sandals just a BYU thing, or is that just uh, just a weird thing in general? I, I don't know. Is it a BYU Idaho thing? Jerem hits and sticks. I know you've heard it plenty of times from Guard Young. He's here to talk about NCAA regionals, conference awards, and why he's most excited about the Baton Rouge Regional. Not Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Baton Rouge. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, we have a 90-minute BYU football pro day special. Watches Sione Takitaki, Corbin Kafusi, Tanner Mangum, and others work out for NFL scouts. Coverage begins at 11.30 Eastern in the morning on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with our question of the day. What is your favorite memory of Dave Rose at BYU? Dwight Cornell answers on Facebook. Heard of him? The blowout wins over the Utes and, of course, three straight wins over the Zags on their floor. He had great success in Spokane. I believe he was, what, three and five. And then, uh, obviously, in state games, he was dominant. Dominant. There were a few losses there, but, like, I want to say he was, I, I can't remember the exact record, but beating Utah State and Utah and Utah Valley regularly. That was, that was awesome. I'm recalling the Zags had a conference record at home of, like, a hundred and something and three. And it was just to BYU. And it was just to BYU. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't doubt it. No one beats them, man. That's nuts. Dave gave us a fantastic uh, take on the jacket incident and how it needs to become a thing now, potentially, as a contest. Yeah, bring him back. Like, let it, Give it a year and then bring him back the second year and we have a halftime show. Such contest. a good interview. Yeah. Yes. We've got another good interview in store for you now. Join the conversation 24-7 if you want to chime in on social media. Hashtag BYUSN. Guard Young is guest number two. The Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. Salute! Salute! The gymnastics salute. (laughs) Congratulations, Coach of the Year. Thank you. What a run. You got got a trophy. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're also going back to regionals. Now as uh, the number 17 team in the country, this has been a grind and a slow build, but yet here you are, nationally relevant and ready to go. How are you feeling? We're excited. Um, You know, New Orleans and Baton Rouge and, you know, part of the country we normally don't go to. So uh, hard, hard plane tickets to get, especially when you fly 
two teams from the same city there. So we've been scrambling the last three days. Anyone out there who has a private plane they want to lend us, you know, just <laughs> let us borrow the keys for the weekend, you know. We'll, we'll bring uh, it back. We'll, yeah, we'll bring it back. We'll watch it. <laughs> Vacuum out the seats. <laughs> this is, this is uh, an interesting regional, too, because LSU is number three. They host. Utah's six, Minnesota's 11, 14, Auburn. So five in the top 17 with you. And the setup seems to be different, too, this year. It's a brand-new format. Yeah. So this is more traditional like the basketball where you just have different rounds. So the round we're entering in at is the round 32, second round of the NCAA tournament, trying to make it into the Sweet 16. So, What is required to do that, uh, in, in your opinion, based on results and how things have gone this year, what's it going to take to get from the round of 32 to the Sweet 16? Sweet 16, really. Um, well, it's, it's a team, uh, four teams go out on the floor, so four on the floor, no buys like they've done all the years past. Makes it much more enjoyable for fans to, to watch it now because you don't have these buy rotations where some teams have done three events and some have only done two events. You don't know the leaders. So we just basically threw the old system away, new system this year. Uh, You've got to be top two to move on. So of the four, the top two move on in each individual That's round. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which means moving on to the finals. You know, before we used to have twelve teams at the nationals. Now only eight. Ah. Okay. So that's why those two teams will compete uh, on Saturday night yeah. or whatever. The, so one team will come out of the regional. No. Or are you saying the top two? So we go on. We go on Friday. There's going to be an afternoon session, which we're in. Two teams will make it into Saturday's round. And there's an evening session. Two teams will make it in, and then there's another meet of four on Saturday. Which two teams will make it out? And then wow. two teams make it out, yeah. and, so, and they're into the elite eight, obviously. That's right. Gotcha. The, and this is a loaded group. Like Utah's in this, LSU is. I mean, th- this yeah. is a really tough one. Yeah, I, I, I looked at it. I think this is the hardest regionals out there, which I love. Come on, let's go. Yeah, you, we're ready. You, you constantly want to compare yourself, just because I know you and your mentality of how do we stack up? Oh, against the nation's yeah. best. So is that the most exciting part about this whole regional setup for you? Yeah, I love it. I love where we're at. I love the teams that we're going against, and I can't wait to play it. Let's go. Tell us about um, Shannon Evans and what you expect from her in this uh, high-stakes uh, competition. Huh? Well, you know, obviously our goal is as a, as a team to try to make it as far as we can. Um, but then you can kick that can down the road a little bit and get individuals in. So Shannon has a great shot as an all-arounder to make it in. And anyone who wins an event... Um, outside of the teams going and outside of the all-arounder that goes will also qualify. So we have some good good kids on our team. You know, Elodie has posted some great you know, nine-nines throughout the year. She has a great shot. Abby Miner is an all-conference gymnast on three events. So she has a great shot of winning an event or so. So it'll be a, be a fight. Now, if BYU advances from the round of 32 into the Sweet 16, does that qualify as enough of a step in the right direction for you in the, the build of your program here? You know, I think we've done enough this season to, to merit that already. I think the season and being ranked in the top 20 all year, uh, you know, opening season being in the top six, you know, we put some great scores up. We hit our 197 mark we've been chasing for yes. a while. So I feel like just the, the, the work that the, the girls have put in this whole season, we're, we're already in that right direction. What has gone into this improvement this year? Uh, we never take a break. We work out year-round. That's what you have to do. I always tell them, summer is the season. That's when you learn all your upgrades. That's when you improve. And then these are just the performances, you know. 
How do you isolate the mentality in your gymnast that is going to be successful in those high-pressure moments? Because it takes a unique being to be able to hit in that one moment and not panic or freak out. So how, how, do, you, how do you see, okay, she's showing me that she can do this and hit it when it matters most? Well, that, that starts in the gym, and we put, we put those girls in those pressure situations. And that's something that we had to learn, um, and it's taken, like I said, not just a season, but it's taken several seasons to get these girls to now hit. And now we are entering competitions, and we're hitting, which I've preached for how many years now? We, we should just <laughs> mm-hmm. make T-shirts and hats now. Yes. And we're sticking, and you know, we're putting in you know, 30 girls including our exhibitions, and we're hitting. We're going 30 for 30 now. So hitting for us is something that we do on a regular basis. Guard Young, Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference, Coach of the Year with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, I want to point out that, uh, and I I think I said this to you after uh, the conference meet, Natalie Brookman came in here. She got the karma. She coaches beam, and what do you know? BYU puts up their high score of the meet. On the beam. That's well, why I came well, today. Well. I, I came for to the get, karma. To get all four <laughs> events going. Let us yeah. give you some BYU Sports okay. Nation karma. Yeah, and good all luck. Right. It's uh, right. a- April 5th, so next Friday, so you got a minute. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. Yeah, and I know that uh, the girls will appreciate the rest. That's for sure. Yeah, we needed it. <laughs> but you never take a break. Never take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, guard. Fun okay. stuff. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Coming up, BYU football adds a grad transfer running back. We'll tell you about him. And he makes those shirts look good. A former Cougar stands out at the NFL coaches' meetings again. This is BYU Sports Nation. Andy. Shout out to today's guest, former BYU basketball head coach, Dave Rose. Still seems weird. Yeah, that's weird. And the Mountain Room Gymnastics Conference Coach of the Year, Guard Young, as his team gets set for regionals. Great show today. If you miss any of today's show, you can download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Dave Rose officially announces his retirement as head coach of the BYU basketball team. Rose coached the Cougars to 348 wins in 14 seasons, eight NCAA tournament appearances, including a Sweet 16, four conference titles, and a National Player of the Year. BYU has named assistant Quincy Lewis as interim head coach. Football. Announces the addition of grad transfer running back Emmanuel Isukpa from Rice. He was coached by A.J. Stewart there earlier. Isukpa played in 29 games, rushing for 778 yards and six touchdowns. Hello, running back depth. Baseball. He already scored five in the eighth to win 7-3 against Oregon. Brock Hale went yard his fourth of the year. The Cougars host St. Mary's Thursday. Gymnastics. 17th ranked BYU earns a bid to the Baton Rouge Regional on April 5th. They will compete in the round of 32, hoping to get into the Sweet 16. This marks the 10th straight regional appearance for BYU Gymnastics. Softball. Beat Utah Valley twice, 10-1 and 6-5, with home runs from Libby Sugg and Riley Jensen. The Cougars play UTSA and Texas A&M Thursday and Friday. Track and field. The Cougars will split this weekend to compete in four different meets. Most of the Cougars will head to either Texas and California to compete in the Texas Relays or Stanford Invitational, with others headed to the Mike Finelli Track Classic and UVU Collegiate Invite. Good luck to everyone. Time for today's Rise and Shoutouts. And mine goes to at UVA Coach Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall, who took to the Twitter sphere. This doesn't happen often. He Twittered. But he said of Dave Rose yesterday, and I quote, Congratulations to BYU basketball coach Dave Rose on his retirement. He was an amazing ambassador for BYU and the coaching profession. 
I admired his passion, dignity, and honor, and also the inspiration he became to others as a cancer survivor, end quote. I thought that was really cool that Bronco showed up and showed out in support of Dave Rose. Mine goes to Andy Reid for his signature Hawaiian shirt and the NFL coaches meeting photo from Phoenix. He's done this for a long time. <laughs> like Everyone wears a, uh, like a collared shirt, dress shirt, and here he, he is always in the middle, too, as one of the tenured guys. Um, yeah, yeah, the Hawaiian shirt. Love it. boy, Andy. <laughs> Do your thing, my friend. Do your thing. Do you. <laughs> Our question of the day. What is your favorite memory of Dave Rose at BYU? At McCann 11977 Dave, is that you? My favorite victory is when he beat cancer. Pretty cool, right? When he contracted cancer, when he got it, we all thought, oh, how long does he have to live? This is really scary. He's been 10 years with it. 10 years. Wow. What an inspiration. Yeah, that's, that's a great tweet. I'm surprised that's not the only tweet. At JoshMal313 on Twitter. When he stomped on the floor so hard it broke his shoe. I don't know that story. I don't know this story either. When did that happen? Dave, can you come back and tell us the details of this? He's the original Zion Williamson? He Are you serious? Busted through a shoe? What? Get him hey, get him back in here. Incredible. Dave, where are you at? We got another question. The Elite Voice of the Day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating fifty years at Colonel underscore James eighty three on Twitter. As a great institutional icon as Dave Rose is It's hard to pick a single favorite moment. If I had to pick one, yesterday's news conference caps a great career and shows what a wonderful man he is. Hashtag BYUSN. Yeah, great, great person on and off the court. And uh, we've had some fun memories over the years. Think about your your life experiences with BYU basketball. Dave Rose is at the center of a lot of those. He's our future baseball and football analyst. Right now, Blaine Fowler and Gary Schreider are like, excuse me? (laughs) Sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time, as we always do. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Oh, great stuff. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Mike Smith. Join us for BYU Sports Nation tomorrow, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain. We'll see you for more BYU baseball on the digital platforms Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain. Go Cougs!